welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. I'm here with, well, quite a lot of us. Hello, a lot of us. Hello. 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 We're all sitting around in the command pod. Uh, dear readers, we yeah. put an appeal out for questions the other day on social media, and we got more questions than we were expecting. In fact, Even many answers. more. I thought we were going to get like two, and it turns out that we got loads, which is fantastic. It meant, though, that the Q&A episode, the little story thing, which is a bonus ep, which you may or may not have heard by now, we'll get it out as soon as we can. We really thought that we probably ought to dedicate some more time to the readers' questions than trying to crown them into that. So we're going to grab a few. We'll have a talk about them now in the command pod before we start this week's episode. And as we get time or whatever, we'll we'll run through more of them. So shall I pick one? Shall I pick a question? Pick one. Pick a question. Go Do on. it. Be brave. Do it. I like that one. That one's a good one. Bob Jones yeah. asks, if there was a TPK, how would you proceed, if at all? Do you have another camp? Do you have another campaign lined <laughs> yeah. up? P.S. Please don't stop. I think we'd so, all. I think we we'd um, all get new characters and, and figure a segue story into getting them back in. Yes, that sounds sensible. Would we? Yeah, we'd probably all yeah. choose different characters. No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. We'd choose you think the brother. No, the brother or the cousin. It would be, yeah. It'd be a family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we'd yeah. yeah. all choose new characters. Yeah. Stugraft yeah. Stange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine we'd carry on. I mean, it was like that one, other big dungeon you did, Mike, where we had you had Lady the Penelope. only TPK for a while, and uh, we didn't we didn't carry on. Oh, that thing. The Black Shard. But you, that's like oh my god, a decade ago. Chased by a load of piranha demons. And we, oh, that thing. Yeah, we didn't it was play the Black it to Shard, the end, but, yeah. but it was basically a TPK, isn't it? You, yes, that was very high level. I think we were playing that in Pathfinder by the end. It was looking grim for the collected heroes, and you were all about 17th, 18th level, and it was just awful, and there was no way it was going anywhere. I think it just got to the point where it was like, can we really be bothered to pick it up because it's so difficult and grim? <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do next. We had a TPK in Rise of the Rune Lords, and I the way we did, handled that was that you generated new characters who were contacted by the sheriff of Sandpoint to investigate the disappearance of the first set of characters. Oh, That's yeah, how you yeah. got right into at the doing beginning. it again. Mm, yeah. well, that was early. The TPK was in book yeah. two, I think. Yeah, it was pretty early on. I don't know what we would do with this, Bob. I kind of have a feeling that, oh, I don't know what we would do. You come up with something interesting, like, I don't know, Carthus would hire a group of mercenaries and say, oh, I've got this information, or, I don't know, Marcus Doombring. Yeah, but can you imagine? Yeah, new people or something, I don't know. The characters are a slightly different angle. I think we'd have to think of something. Well, yes, Johnny's got this um, suspicion forward slash theory that your specific characters are intricately bound within the prophecies and the story and everything. (laughs) So if that's the case, then that would make it very difficult to restart. I just think that the danger levels in this adventure are just ramping up and up and up. So we may find out. We may well find out, yes. And we may well have to think about how that might work. We cross that bridge when we come to it, rather than having a sort of plan in hand now, wouldn't we? We aren't going to stop, though, Bob. Well, not yet, anyway. God knows what we're going to do when we finish this thing, though. That's a separate question. A TPK might result in a changing game system. Oh, I think it almost certainly mm, would. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) PF2? Yeah. Another question? Let's have another. Well, we've had two questions from Alison, a friend of the show, Alison, 
I've been meaning to ask about a couple of things for ages, so I apologise if these are things you've completely forgotten about. I think we can pretty much guarantee, <laughs> Alison, that we've forgotten about them. First, what is the context of the song that you all <laughs> sing whenever you mention Paul and Johnny together? Paul and Johnny, what's the worst that Paul could happen? I tried Googling Johnny, the lyrics, but didn't get any hits. Johnny seems especially tickled happen. every time he sings it, which is adorable. I'll leave that one to Paul and Johnny. Um, well, it comes from an advert. Yes. Uh, I can't... What was the advert? Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. And then it was as a result of Johnny and I endlessly trying to kind of do something together or endlessly coming up with a plan that was catastrophically failing. And it was... Nico's. Nico's sang it. Yeah, Nico's sang it. (laughs) One of the billowing hilltop that doesn't do the podcast... Yes, he's an honorary. Nick is a founding member of the Hilltop, a founding elder, but he just doesn't participate in the podcast. Or if he does, he doesn't say very much. But he... (laughs) quiet. We used to have an attendance problem, um, especially when we played in person. And I think it came from the fact that we were deciding whether or not we could really just play with just me, Paul and Johnny. And that was it. (laughs) That's right. I think it was like, well, Paul and Johnny, what's the worst that can happen? And that song just just came out of that. Whenever Johnny and I tried to do something, it was just really awful really bad well yeah just the two of you together cannot be trusted (laughs) that's basically the issue and the dice as we've experienced not that long ago when I halted play and said you know that even though I've got like a plus nine in this and I need to roll a four and above we know what's going to happen and lo and behold that's what happened yeah and we've got another question for Paul and Johnny which we have to do therefore while you're both here and Paul is currently active and charged up oh yeah Back at around episode 73, I mean, I don't know what... Jesus, that's a while ago. Paul mentioned that Johnny introduced him to some delicious Ah, Sicilian chilies. I would love to know more about them and try them myself. So if they remember them and don't mind sharing, I would appreciate the details. There you go. What's the worst that can happen? Johnny will know this. You do it, Paul. It's Villarreal. Villarreal? Yeah. As in the football team? I okay. I, you, Where'd you get them from? Johnny sent them to me. I've got a feeling that Allison is in Tennessee. Yeah, that might be difficult. Uh, um, right, they were really blooming lovely. I think I don't know if I've got just the. Is few it Whitmore and White or something? Allison, Johnny may have a link, so I will, will reply with that link. The rest of our readership of six people are just sitting there thinking, "What on chilies?" But it was a jar of really lovely chilies, really hot, and a, a yes. bottle of really nice hot chili sauce okay. as well God, fabulous stuff on we go on we go Shannon I think Shannon's in Canada how does Mike keep track of his notes do the players use roll 20 character sheets and roll with macros two part question I keep track of my notes in a document of completely chaotic word document on Dropbox which is currently um, and I saw this the other day so it took me half an hour to scroll through it 165 pages long that's <laughs> Lord. wow which is pretty much a page per episode. And that sort of shakes out at that. Some of it's longer text. Sometimes I take the box text from the adventure where I've got to change a lot of names because we change a lot of the names to protect the innocent. So that takes up some space. I keep track of the calendar. I always make a note of the day and the time the episode starts and a quick note of the main things that are going to happen in it. Sometimes that's more successful than others. Uh, Witness last night's recording where I hadn't got a clue what I was doing little bits of stuff that we get like story intros go in there so yeah that's pretty much it and the conversions i have to do myself so it does yeah it fills out i think i don't think you do use roll 20 character sheets do you chance no no we use D beyond i think yeah. it's also 
blatantly evident that none of the players actually keep any notes or track of anything whatsoever. Oh, there is. No, we do have. We do oh, have no, a we slack, do keep track of we have some a Slack things. chat thing yeah. which we occasionally fill in. No, we just but, don't keep very good track of like what the actual story plot is. But in terms of, sort of other stuff, attention. yeah, yeah. So we use D and D Beyond. D and D Beyond. Mainly because with D and D Beyond, if somebody isn't there, you can release your character sheet in D and D Beyond, yeah. and Although, somebody else can see it. Johnny, don't you yeah. still use and, Hero Lab? Uh, I got, did for you, a bit, and then you've I, got steam-driven um, abacus. <laughs> there was an issue with it. There was something about it. If you multi-class, well, it doesn't it's from it add up the um, <laughs> ability for every four levels ability <laughs> enhancements. It doesn't Stop do that correctly. And I wrote to them and said it doesn't yeah. work, and they didn't get back to me. <laughs> and they said, send send a sample character. And I said, you know, where it's happening. I sent the muggle buggy, and I said, you might recognize this guy. If you <laughs> oh, you didn't. Uh, you didn't. And then they didn't hear it. Yeah, of course. Oh, I imagine. Sir, yeah, well, they were probably sir, just overwhelmed. Me- you probably thought you were joking. <laughs> sir, I'm most disappointed yeah. to find that. Yeah. Yours disappointedly yeah. from North London. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I roll with macros, but D&D Beyond pushes the dice roll straight into roll 20. Yes. So that's how that works. Have we got time for one more? I think Nick McMillan. Yeah, Paul, read out Nick's Nick, question. we're going to call him. Nick says, do you or are you suffering from campaign fatigue? Do you ever take a break from long campaigns? And if so, do you ever go back to them? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some, I mean, been some campaigns we've taken, uh, you know, I don't know, 10 years off. Matalan. Matalan. We Kota <laughs> probably was a bit of a slog. Yeah, we've got lots of things that we pick up. We're not very good at finishing, finishing stuff. We've Nick. never finished anything. Well, no. We didn't actually. Do you know what we did finish? We didn't finish Rise of the Rune Lords. No. We got halfway through the last book. Yeah. Uh, and we played the first section of it on a grand gathering or whatever about, I don't know, six or seven years ago. And then we just never picked it up since. We're probably about three or four days play from the end of that. Oh, God. We just never did it. Have we ever finished anything? I don't no. know. Have we ever finished any of Graham's or are we all depressing. dead before Graham? No, no, no. We never finish <laughs> anything. We never finish anything. This is why we're doing this. We have to finish this. Part of the reason for doing this podcast project is so that we actually have something that keeps us, I don't know, focused locked in and we actually finish something for once ever yeah even if i have to massively edit the last books to <laughs> press them down into like a massive great fight with sticks or something at the end well, we might yeah not finish i don't TPK. feel that we've had campaign fatigue with this no. primarily because it's actually each book has a slightly different flavor well quite that, quite I agree quite significant has, flavor i yeah. say it, there is and a, that has actually aspect helped a lot i think yeah. I think the other thing that's helped is that we've never been this far into D&D 5 before with characters. We've done a bit of D&D 5. I think in Pota we're about 8th, ninth, 10th level, yeah. something like that. It's mm. about as far as we've got. We've never got into the teens. And so there's a sort of novelty around exploring the system. There is another question a year that before comes we drop out of it. it forever. There is another question Sorry, that comes out of it, that. which is, do we get character fatigue? Which is yeah. an interesting mm. one. Yeah. Maybe for another maybe for another Well, chat. maybe some people do. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty tired of all of you, I have to say. Observant Lucas. <laughs> That's player fatigue. I generally get refreshed by the change in books in the same way as you mentioned. I like to get books done. I think you've picked that up every now and again. I'm like, right, mm-hmm. finally, we finished that yes. fucking book. We can move on and do something else. We've only got three more to do after this. Think about it in that way. Nick, I hope that answers your question. Next time we get a chance, we'll all gather and do some more. And that was actually more enjoyable than the normal 
sessions anyway. Much more enjoyable. Much. No <laughs> dice rolling, <laughs> no arguments, <laughs> brief, no cowardice and backtracking and unprepared DM and any of that stuff. So, uh, as always, readers, we love it if you rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. And you can find us on social media at Billowing Hilto on Twix. Uh, no P at the end because Paul forgot to buy it. Uh, yeah. At Billowing Hilltop or Blue Sky and on Threads and on Instagram. If you're old, you can find us on Facebook. The if Facebook. you're older, you can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. Oh, and we're going to be at Dragon Meat. Yes. It's at the Novotel in Hammersmith on the 2nd of December. Uh, a few of us are going to be there. Uh, find us on social media or email us. And if we can work something out, maybe we can meet up, say hello, yeah. whatever. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. Thanks, chaps. Until we do this again, let us push on with episode 169 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Poplar Monster. Nice. Now, we've had another email. Uh-oh. Good evening, everybody, by the way. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, we keep getting emails. We also got loads of questions. Readers, we'll probably record a Q&A thing at some point. General knowledge quiz. Because we've got many, many more questions than we expected when we asked for questions. It turns out that maybe there are, in fact, a few more than eight of you. David yeah. um, has emailed us. Hello, David. Dear chaps, I wrote some time ago requesting... I don't remember this, I'm afraid, David. Maybe it was on social media or something. I wrote some time ago requesting that there be more badgers within your little podcast and have been most pleased with their inclusion in the reincarnate him chant. So there we go. <laughs> that predates your question, David, I suspect, because that reincarnate him chant has been something we've had sort of hanging around our game for eons. Thank you for that. So how could I not return the favour when you request single word expletives for your dear readers? Minge. Oh, <laughs> there you lovely, go. Yes. You're sincerely Excellent. the green badger. <laughs> Where we left things, you had journeyed through something called the Portal of Storms to what seems like another Tilagos Island, maybe the real Tilagos Island. You'd met some strange characters. One of them was called, I think, Talanthros. Talanthros. Talanthros and his companions told you that there were four trials you had to complete in order to drink for something called the Fountain of Dreams, which they seem to think is what you mean when you say you're looking for a library here on the island. They didn't really elaborate. They did tell you that your competitors, um, Dal Quethos, with the hand of Veshna and his Afrit companion and from your conversation with <laughs> Grogspet the pirate. There was also a horned devil and a nightmare steed of fire and a pair of weird um, tiefling twins who had bright animated eyes. They've come through this portal of storms before you and are also trying to complete the four trials. The four trials themselves, well, there's not much information in their names, but one of them is silencing the Doom Shroud's mournful song. Well, since the forest is called the Doom Shroud, you thought, that's a good start. Let's start pushing your way in. So you've explored into the forest. You've sent sessions up on the sweepstake to have a look from altitude. And as a result, you've got a sense of now how the whole island is laid out. We won't get into the detail of that. And then that done, you decided to bed down for the night just as you were drifting off to sleep. This awful, mournful whale has built and built in volume to the point that it starts to make you feel extremely disconcerted. Can all of you please give me a wisdom save? Uh, Thank you very much. 
Wisdom save. Wisdom save, please. Follow. Just tell me what you get. Remember, I wanted to do a sort of counter spell. Oh, uh, how does that work? Well, it's um, it's a bardic thing where I can, if it's a charm effect, basically counter charm. Yep. It's actually as an action you can perform until the end of your next turn. So maybe it's not very useful, but I can keep performing, I suppose. During that time, you and any friendly creature within 30 feet that can hear you gain advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. I think that does make a difference. Was it about being frightened? I would say that if you start your song sufficiently early, which I think we can assume that you did, then people can make these wisdom saves at advantage. Awesome. Lovely. 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 23 we and... 23 for Scaly. 26. Yep. 21 for the bug. Yeah. 14 for Burple. 28 for... Sorry. At advantage. Mm. Not my strongest suit, wisdom saves. Well, ironically, since you've protected all of your fellows, Plus three what? to all saving throws if anybody's within 10 foot of me. Aura of protection. Whilst Purple is still... 31. Excellent. My save is rocking. Yeah. Sorry, that's still insufficient. Sorry. Sorry, right. can do it again. Oh, well, I will use an ort. My ort dice. Ort dice. Yeah, you could use your ort dice. Your ort. That's worse. Oh, no, I get a oh, d10, okay. don't I? I also get yeah, a you get a d10, yeah. So 13, 16, plus a d10. Knock it out of the park. Uh, 25. Yeah, you go. 25. Okay, you're all fine. You're unnerved, you're unsettled, but you're fine. You felt like... As a bard, do you want to do what? your Shazam, mm. and then you will find out what it is? Yeah, I'll Shazam it. Cool. Okay. It's, um, I don't know, it's Anthony the Johnsons or something. <laughs> Mournful. <laughs> I'm putting my earplugs in. Pardon? What? Oh, those earplugs. No, proper proper earplugs. That you bought at the proper earplug shop. <laughs> Ones you made out of your own earwax. No, it collects around those. your ears. Not you those can just push ones. further in. Obviously the bought ones, Mike. Right, well, you can't hear a bloody thing, Buggy. What? You wake up, everybody's left. They've all <laughs> broken <chance. laughs> <laughs> Right, you can spend a rather fitful night. Your dreams are plagued with dark portents. Occasionally, <laughs> this whale returns. <laughs> swims past <laughs> but you feel that having resisted it once at least for now you are fortified against its effects okay. the next right. day doesn't dawn it's still dark and horrid nice what would you like to do well Keep we'll going. head south Keep, yeah towards the clearing carry on heading south towards the clearing that Sessions thought he saw mm-hmm. about eight hours heading south the forest all around you and then, up ahead, you notice a break in the relentless darkness. You think you must have found this clearing. I'm going to say you think it's about 50, 60 yards away, maybe a little bit further, before you notice just the first glimmer of what must be daylight. I don't want to put you too close to this clearing. I know you like to sort your plans out. What do you want to do? A little dance, I think, Mike. I've got Death Ward running, and I'm going to do a freedom of movement. Okay. Mm. I'm taking out my axe. Long is it your axe feels diminished. But oh, fuck it. Just like last time. Oh, it's a new day, isn't it? So I'll do aid. Okay. Who are you picking? Uh, I'm picking... Uh, me, 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 me. Me, 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 which I guess is... Um, Barca. 
Parker. Parker, yep. burp on myself. Was that ten extra or five extra? Ten extra. Okay. Buggy has cast his impregnability spells. His pregnancy spells. Now what? I'll follow uh, Scaly. Presumably he's going into the clearing. Scaly's going to light up a cigar. Take okay. a yep, breath. That's not the same as going to the clearing. And then he's going to head towards the clearing. Very and he's going to do... Right? Are you just, you're just stomping towards it? Are you creeping towards it? No, no, no. I'm st- I don't do stealth. I have disadvantage on stealth. So you're just going to stomp towards to, the clearing. I'm going to move stealthily. Go for it. Okay. I'm going to do, 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 do my... Do, 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 do. Uh, where has it gone? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Divine sense. Right. Oh, outsiders and somethings. Celestial fiends within undeads within 60 foot. That's not behind total cover. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you're that. not picking anything up from that. You're getting closer and closer to where you think the clearing opens, as it were. Yep. And I will... Stop on the edge of the clearing. What do I see? Well, put us on a new map. You want to put you down on this map, Paul? You're approaching from the north. It's expansive. It's expansive. It's unnaturally clear of trees. Remarkably square as well. The centre is dominated by a giant, twisted, black, leafless tree. Mm. It's fully 60, 70 feet tall. Mm -hmm. Across its girth. It's got a big girth, hasn't it? One would have to say the base, the trunk and the main core of this thing is solid. 15 feet across. That's a solid With the roots and so forth and the branches spread out to about 30 feet. So then there's a large area of open ground Uh that runs between your position, the very north part of the clearing and this tree itself. 120 feet, something like that. Anybody joining Scaly from his vantage point? I'm not putting any. I'm not going to put any minis on the map yet. We're just going to. You're not. You're not commi- being committed. Yeah. I'm next to I'm Scaly. Not committing people to being outside. I'm saying that you're in the tree line. Yeah. Okay. So Buggy is joining Scaly in the tree line. Yes. So yeah. Purple. Got my axe out. The tree is swaying again. It's swaying like the other trees around you, not seemingly uh, at the bidding of the wind, but rather of its own volition Mm -hmm. or driven by some other force and the swaying is a little moment where you have to sort of almost kind of blink and look away it's quite a hypnotic thing to look at of course the sinuous movement of the limbs and branches undulate like serpents dancing to the tune of a mournful melody (laughs) right Mm -hmm. okay I'm going to do if the quest was to find it and look at it You've succeeded. Yeah, we found it. We've looked at it. The silence of the Doom Shroud's mournful song. Hmm. Well, maybe we have to wait until evening. We maybe or, we wait until dark. What time is it? Or preempt it and just can somebody just drop a fireball on it? I think you've done two or three hexes. Let's say you've done three hexes. Each hex is two hours. So that's six two hours. hours. Yeah. We started yeah. at what eight? Five. Whenever you wanted to. Have, yeah. I mean, it's whenever you wanted to have started. But let's just say it's the mid-afternoon. Let's call it lunchtime. Let's not get too specific. Unless it's critical to some spell that you want to no. try and cast that won't work. I mean, to try and cast. <laughs> Fireball. Yeah. Fireball the tree. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? People. Mm. Looking at the tree, it is undulating hypnotically. I will call out, hello there. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. I will cast a tech 
It's not far enough. I could shoot a guiding bolt at it as a starting point. Well, do we know it's the tree? Not something living in the tree. Why is it always violence? Why is it? I want to bash something. Well, why didn't you run out and see what happens? Because it will tentacles will grab me out. Not, but I thought you wanted to bash something. <laughs> yeah, I'll bash it from a distance. It's not what Johnny wants. I know what Johnny wants. Johnny wants simple, no-nonsense... Risk-free combat. Yes. Like, from the old days. No shenanigans, none of this modern namby-pamby stuff with yeah. effects <laughs> and right. hypnotic Never stuff get and it. reach. Never get it. None of this reach and all of this attacks of opportunity fish and all of this bollocks. He wants... He wants a big monster like an ogre, like an ogre. Yeah, good old fashioned. He wants like nine ogres with clubs. Yes, that he can just run around and have a combat. (laughs) Exactly, do damage on and have them fall over. Those days are gone. Everybody wants that, don't they? Am I alone Uh, in that? Kind of. How about doing a silence spell on the tree? Okay, I did think about that, but I don't have a silence spell. I do. I think. Well, why don't you try that? Uh, Let me just have a look. It's a second level. Yes, I've Second. got one. Mm-hmm. 120 feet. I usually like to defer to the uh, other cleric, though. The senior. Alter boy. You can <laughs> give it a go. Thing. Now you defer. Well, you know. Yeah. What's the area of effect? It's a bit too far. Come on. Uh, so I have to go about 15 Just feet in the clearing. Out. Go a bit closer, Johnny. And go on. What's the, all what's right, the area of all effect? Right. Famous last words. I'll go 15 foot into the clearing and do a silent spell. What's the area of effect? And then come back. Isn't it better to wait until it's actually making the noise at night to do the silence spill? I thought it was making the noise uh, now. Is it just doing it at night time? Mike, no, it's not making any noise. It's undulating. Uh, only make last 10 minutes. 15 feet out into the clearing like that? Well, Uncle I don't know. I don't down. know now. Paul's got a point. Maybe we should no, wait. Hold back person to the tree. Stick him there. See what happens. Buggy. <laughs> I'm going to start putting minis on, but in the trees so that yeah, you guys have got something that you can move and control. I think we wait until it starts to sing. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd well, not really... wait and see if that's the thing that's singing. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a sensible thing to do. Or we what just preemptively t- try and damage it. What, what was one of the tests about a tr- about singing or something? Was there a siren? Silence of the doom shrouds mournful song. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Silence of the moon shroud. Silence. Doom yeah. shroud. Not silence of the. <laughs> Mike, the Why song, the, yes. the noise ended as we moved from night into day, didn't it? It wasn't running constantly. You fell asleep with it resonating through you. And when we woke? When you woke, it had stopped. <laughs> okay. Flummoxed by a tree. No, but I mean, that seems to me a sensible thing to do is to wait until nightfall. Presumably, if this is a clearing, we can also tell the difference between night and day, Mike, right? Of course, yeah. Of course, can. Right. So we can wait until nightfall, see if it's the tree that's actually doing the wailing, and observe whether it does changes in any way when the sun goes down. I mean, the, it up. of course, the living it up. clue is a bit vague. It's a bit weird. If, if it said silence, the, sil- the doom. The silence, it said, si- no, so it said, it just said, well, Mike said, the silence of the doom shrouds mournful song. Said, but if, if it said silence, the doom cow song, it that makes more sense. The well, doom cow? It says silence the of the doom cows. It doesn't say silence. Doom say shroud. Well, the doom cows, I guess, <laughs> one thing to think about is all of our long duration spells will expire if we just sit here and do nothing for like mm. six or eight hours 
That's the sound of Graham regretting his aid spell. Yep. So, are you going to go in and do something, Graham, then? No, but same Death Watch only lasts eight hours. Oh, I know, but do you want to go in and fire a bolt off? No. No, I want the squishies to go to the front. Squishies. You know, the... Keep it above the waist, Johnny. And Parker. probe around for probes. I'm waiting for the probes to do their thing and make stuff happen. Parker and Scaly, you mean? Yeah, I mean, the altar boy <laughs> and Scaly, who were all bullish marching into the woods. But as soon as you find something, they're all like the squishies who like to hide I've at the back. Nicely said, I've, Graham. <laughs> I've not Graham, it's all very well telling people to go and do something. Why don't you, you know, I'm you very could, consistently you hiding at the back. I've Can we send the, the probe in? That's, you are the probe. No, I think I think the, the thing on the broom is the probe, isn't it? I think that's your senior spellcasting. I'm going to go in. Well, you don't want to lose I'm the main fighter, do you? There's this kind of like well, I'm worried now. The main fighter's heading into the. Yeah, I'm going this in. is what always happens. Yeah, I'm going in. I've had enough Scaly. of whinging from the back. So, yeah, success. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> I presume this bickering is all from a tree line. Completely audible. <laughs> <laughs> can't see anybody all you can hear is no 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 I'm t- all I'm saying <laughs> wait a minute it's like Monty Python it is very Monty Python isn't it yeah, oh, you're, yeah. You're, you yeah. just hear Scaly go fuck it I'm tired of this yeah. fuck it you wouldn't have thought we were 15th level characters would you <laughs> right works uh, every time you better be he's casting haste yeah. and he's gonna are you 15th I'm not yeah. I'm 14th you've got more um, achievements achievements yeah 10 15 20 25. And you're stepping out <laughs> and Uncle Buggy starts Damn, to move south. Absolutely classic. <laughs> waiting for the first person I'm just to moving go. Up, ready to uh, give the support that's needed. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. The support. I'm just here to give support. Well, long. I wasn't just waiting. Giving support. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, but not quite looking at the map, everybody. Emerging from the trees, have you noticed? Just yeah. still technically. They got in me the X out anyway. Too much information. Uh, <laughs> it feels diminished, Buggy. Scaly. Scaly. You step out into the clearing. Cig- what do you want to do with your with your time? You've cast your cast haste spell. His cigar is clenched between his teeth. He's got his massive chopper mm-hmm. in his two hands. Oh. And he's. Uh, and that's gross. it. And he's moving forward, yeah. Well, let's roll for initiative. Hooray! 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 Fuck's sake. Hooray, says Johnny, and then we'll complain about this combat. Now until the end of time. 17 for Uncle Bug. No, I never would have done that. 14 for Scaly. 18 for Parker. 18 for Sessions. 24. 20. Which is not what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've got Burple on 24, Sessions on 18, Parker on 18, Buggy on 17, Scaly on 14, and then I've rolled initiative for something just called Tree, and that is on 4. Round 1, off we go. Come on, golden bollocks. Burple, 24. I'm readying a (sighs) 5. And are you taking a move action? No. Sessions on 18. Uh, Disappointingly early in the order for Graham. Well, I seem to be directly behind. That looks like a line, so I'm going to move. Oh, yes, you seem to be in a direct line. line of, yeah, that seems a bit risky. So I'm going to move 
Yeah, you see the tree my... reach into a pocket and withdraw a wand of lightning bolts. Exactly. Just in case, I'm going to shift myself to the edge of the clearing. Yeah, off a little bit to the west. Yeah. On 18, it's Parker. I am going to move, move round the edge of the forest Yes. to the east. So basically, I'm moving around to the north, or I'm Ooh, moving to the northeast corner, and then down the eastern edge. I'm running. One seventeen. It's a good buggy. Right. I'm going to move out up to alongside Scaly. Yes. Then I so, think. So, so we just got Scaly and Buggy standing out and proud in the clearing, north right. of this giant tree. I can reach. It's 120 feet away, so I'm doing a third-level guiding bolt. So it's plus seven to hit. 23. Is a hit. What happens? 24 points of radiant damage. And the next attack roll made against it has advantage before the end of my next turn because of a mystical dim light. Can you make, Buggy, Mm. a, a wisdom saving throw when you do that? Against what? Because it's a spell, well, spell-like effect. Okay, I have advantage against being frightened. I have advantage against poison, and I've got earplugs in. Has it got a verbal component? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this funny little mouth opens. Uh, Yeah, you can roll at advantage. Add two to this. Seven, nine, and again, fourteen. 14 is insufficient. You are... Oh, maybe I use my urt. Have I got any oh, idea yeah, what it's... Use... I, the earplugs aren't making any difference. There's no weird sound or anything like that. Do you want me to tell you what the effect feels like? Yeah. You're just seized by your deepest fear. Like, it's made manifest, made real in your mind. Whatever it is that Buggy is secretly most scared of, probably soap, I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Quite hygienic. Well, no, I'm not. You are frightened. Right, I'm going to use my urt. Okay. Yep. So I'll roll this. It's a bit naughty, but there we go. Yeah. No, that's why I said, what do I feel? Because I wanted you to. I wanted to you wanted have to know what would happen bit. if you failed before you decided whether or not to use your heart dice. No, no, no. I, 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 no. I said, "What have I got any feeling of what it is like?" And you gave me a description. Then I was going to go right. I'm going to yeah. use my okay, go for it. Go for it. Do it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So I get this. Oh, natural twenty. That's twenty-two, and I don't even have to roll You're the extra d ten. Absolutely fine. Right. Then the rest of my go, I'm nonchalantly retreating back into the tree line. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. You did your guiding bolt. We just did it do any damage? Do I think my 24 radiant damage? Yeah, you think that you've damaged the tree? Yeah, 100. percent Well, 50. percent No, 100. percent 100. percent 20. On a somewhere good between day. 20 and 50. percent Okay. Four points of Next radiant attack has damage. Advantage. It didn't seem to unusually damage it. Right doesn't look like it was particularly vulnerable to radiant damage. Yeah. Okay. Right, what's next? What's next? Let's have a look at the turn order. This is very exciting. I'm pretending. <laughs> On 14, it's Scaly O'Toole. Okay. Um, <sighs> Scaly's going to cast Blinding Smite, and then he's going to run up and bash. Actually, okay, this will be interesting to see. He's 
I'm just worried that this thing, because it hasn't got any eyes, can't be blinded. What do we think? I don't think I can contribute. I think that's a fair... It's a pretty good guess, I would have thought. Also quite a long way to run. Yeah, I'm hasted. And I've got 40. It's as fast as me. I'm guessing it's not actually looking at you. In which case... Ah, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Seemed so easy before. Right, so I can move, move, and cast a spell. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, tell us all about those moments. Going up to about there, and I'm going to lovely national radio awards. I'm going to about thirty foot away from it. <laughs> Running as close to it as you can. So you're moving what, like 80, 90 feet, 80, 90 in, foot with a yeah, and then you're I'm, right up to it. Okay, and then yeah. I'm casting. It's looming over you, undulating, bane sinuously. Up to three creatures of your choice. You can see within range must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target that fails yeah. this saving throw makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, and target must roll a d4 and subtract that number. Got it. Uh, anyway, so oh, for fuck's sake. With an 18 Jesus. blue dice. dice. Blue oh, dice. Dude. Well, there you are, then. Yes. I'm fucked. Is that you done? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you're, Now it's you're, tree one being very time. close to it now, Scaly. Yeah, well, you know, I hope I hope the cleric's happy. Something squishy is up there now. Yeah. At the end I, of your turn... It's its turn, Scaly. <laughs> no. Oh. It does something. And oh. then... It's its turn. Oh, mm. legendary fucking well, if it's doing bollocks. something, my fireball goes off. What was your condition for fireball? Like an attack or something? Like if the tree, yeah, if the tree proves to be hostile. Well, that's good enough for me. Nicely worded. It's a very nicely worded thing. Proves hostile is lovely. Yes. Isn't, good, it? isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, let's just say that you interpret what is about to happen, although it hasn't yet happened, as <laughs> hostile... I presume you can't know that it's hostile until I tell you what happens, right? <laughs> okay. And then you cast the fireball. Okay. I, 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 I guess it's reasonable. Yes. Well, what happens is, Scaly, can you make a strength saving throw, please? Maybe be good at this. Get ready for your dice. And uh, oh no, twenty-two. Kill buggy, I twenty-two, and Uncle Buggy. I'm just going to check the range of this thing. Whoa. Yes, and Uncle Buggy, can you also make a strength saving throw? What's happening? Well, there's a sudden blast of hurricane force wind emitting from this tree out to everywhere. Sounds familiar. Strength check. Strength save. Just trying to work out if my Tempest domain gives me any other protections. No, okay. So I'm adding nine plus nine. That seems a bit... Is that okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be you proficiency yes, on that safe. Yeah, you got proficiency on it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, twenty-five. You save. That's A that done. Uh, now, and now, purple. Your spell is triggered. Okay. Well, Where are you centering it? In the middle of it. Okay. Yeah. It does. Well, what's the save DC? Seven, DC seventeen. Thirty-five points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, it rolls an. Eight, which is obviously poor. It doesn't seem to take any damage from your spell. He's got one of those um, legendary things, isn't he? But he won't have that many of those. And now it's its turn. Doesn't it get one around? One of those automatic. Uh, might do, or it might just get a couple a day. I'll leave you lots to ponder on that. Scaly. Hello. 
this creature, this this tree. Yeah. Well, you don't know if it's coming from the tree. You don't know if it's coming from the forest itself. Mm-hmm. But a sphere ripples out. It seems to be placed equidistant between you, Scaly, and Uncle Buggy. Mm-hmm. Can both of you make a constitution saving throw? Ooh. No, Buggy, it's nothing to do with fear. Poison? No, it's nothing to do with poison. 15. Uh, 15 from Scaly. 15. And a 15 from Buggy. Both of those are insufficient. You take the following damage. Negative energy Port damage. Dice. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Necrotic damage, sorry, rather than negative energy damage. 18... 25... 31. Okay. 35 points of damage saved to half. Necrotic damage. 17. 35 on Uncle Buggy. Purple on 24. I'm going to do another fireball. Did your fireball do any damage? No. So why do it again? Because it it does damage. He just has a legendary save. Oh, hold up. You're right. It did do some damage. I'm very sorry. So it saved. It did do some damage. It saved. Your last. It can choose to save. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it took 17. My mistake. But it's fully vulnerable to fire, so. But how many times do you think it can do that? Johnny seems to think it can only do it. I don't know, but if you okay. do a fireball, well, I'll, I'll do a fireball. I'll do a fireball as well. DC dexterity save. Can I either do it once around or a few times a day? I can't remember. 31 this time. It makes the... Oh, no. Okay. What do you think that lands, Purple? 31 points of fire damage. To say it looks a bit singed. Anything else? Going to move? Do anything else? Nope. On 20. Out of the normal turn count. From this undulating, twisted, menacing, giant tree. (laughs) Can hear building much more quickly than last night when you were out in the forest. It's awful sorrowful sound this time it's different this time you're sufficiently close that you feel it wash over you I do count and we'll find out <sighs> what happens to people that fail their saving throws against the mournful whale the blue whale when we pick things up next, next week, week. Yes. Okay. at least the port dice should have refreshed yes that's yes. true I'm going to need that because wisdom saves minus one The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Library of Last Resort and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Library of Last Resort was written by Nicholas Logue. Music is from Kevin MacLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! I'm Bastet. I'll be running your operation. The project's official name is the Adventurer's Research of Abnormal Civilian Experiences, or Project Arrowace for short, to investigate the unusual occurrences that have been happening everywhere recently. I've hired you all for your uh, indisputable military prowess. I'm going to be honest, I think we should run. 
your academic expertise. I don't know, I'm not a wizard in real life. And your hands-on experiences. Tentacles belong in the ocean! I did lose, I also lost all my food, so Delphi, in a few hours you might start looking really delicious. Oh! Okay. <laughs> Can everyone please roll for an initiative? Oh, I nearly cast so hard. <laughs> Deck of Many Aces is an actual play podcast made by an all-a-romantic and asexual cast and crew. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts, releasing every other Friday. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Deck of Many Aces.